Tune in to Gallif Radio, a Whovian podcast, every other Friday on the Journey into Comics Network. The following, the following, Journey into Comics, 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 Network, 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 Production, Production, Heritage. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? This is Podcastrophy, the podcast where we talk about whatever the hell we want to talk about or whatever our guest wants to talk about. And we just have a good time. We do stuff. We do stuff. Sometimes things. Sometimes things. Most of the time, stuff and things. This is episode 58. We are three, four episodes into our uh, journey into the our own feed. Yep. Eat. Still not doing too good on the subscribers. We need more followers and subscribers on Podbean, so please go to Podbean, find us on there. We're Podcastrophy. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Bump our numbers up. Bump our numbers up. We got some rookie numbers right now. We need them bumped up. Yeet. So, how you doing today, Tyler? I'm a sleepy boy. I was pretty sleepy most of the day. Um, We didn't have a lot of cars to, like, you know, keep me occupied and uh i also skipped the gym this morning uh because old strategy cop i will see if it pays off i woke up at four my alarm was going off and i was like no i wake up every day around five five thirty yeah and my phone there's an alarm going off and it always has a notification popped up that says seven alarms missed <laughs> So I sleep through seven alarms before the eighth, or my wife get me at the eighth. So my that's every day. My original strap morning wake up strategy was five. That's to be like, hey, it's it's almost time. Mine's four forty. This is your warning. Then five fifteen, and now that's my I I gotta get up. Five twenty's there just in case, or it's there to mark like, hey, it's five twenty. It's time to get moving even faster. It's almost time. Right. 520 is like a... It, it's that plus a last-ditch effort. That's your contingency plan. That's my contingency where I still have enough time to haul ass, put shoes on, piss, go out the door. I got to piss one time today. Wow. Not because I didn't have the option, just because I was so focused on what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And I, I took in such a small amount of fluid today. Um, that at the end of the day, like right before I went home, I was like, hey, I should probably go piss. And you're about to lose your boom arm, by the way. What? Um, Again? Lost my train of thought. I, um, I went to go take a piss and it was like I had never pissed before. So. That was my day. Please keep talking while I do this. <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm like, 
I'm enamored in in watching you try and put this there we go. This unit on. <coughs> I've also got a little bit of a bug in my throat. Thanks to my child, sweet child of mine. Alex episode, uh, episode uh what was that? 54. I think so. Episode 54, guess. I can't ever remember episode numbers uh she's telling us a story she says i sleep through eight alarms too and that's at like 7 45 8 a.m i'm basically a piece of shit i don't think you're a piece of shit i think you're a cool human being she also says tyler that's how you get a uti well <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'll, I'll try not to do that um yeah you know but like to compound on top of what I was saying, you know, like that after sex piss? Yeah. When it's like a fucking fire hose? I've been neglecting that one lately. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. Why would you do that to yourself? Because when I'm done, I'm just like, I'm already in bed and I'm just like, let's go to, I'm ready for sleep. No, I, I got to get up and evacuate that shit. There's some stragglers in there. It hasn't really been as intense, like directly after sex as it usually is after climaxing, ejaculating. Whatever you want to call it. Well, those are the same thing. But. Yeah. I was just saying different names for it. You're, you're, you're talking about... Uh, Jeez. You're talking about servicing yourself. Yeah. Or... It's called masturbation. Or, you know, Miranda servicing me. Okay. Either way. So you're saying it's not been as potent post-service. The, the, the piss has not been, no. Mm. So like, I'm just like... Because normally I'm like, well... I better go piss or else it's not going to be fun at two o'clock in the morning when I randomly wake up and or randomly wake up and that's it, the deed's already done. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, better just lay here. <laughs> it's never happened, folks. Yeah. Yeah. It's been like a fucking kinked fire hose. Oh, shit. And then the one time I went piss today, it was like. Clint says, why do I always come to watch this at the most awkward times? <laughs> Well, number one, uh, it's because you haven't been here in a while and we need to get you back. Number two... Um, it's always awkward on this show. You've known me for 10 plus years. You know that if I'm involved in a conversation, I'm either being mean to someone or it's awkward. So, um, you know, we have that life. That's the life I lead. Yeah. It's the life I live. My life be like, ooh. Uh. Sometimes it really do be like that. Sometimes. <laughs> It really do. So before we get too deep into this rabbit hole, I have I have a quick news headline from from uh, the Southwest United States here. Oh yeah, and you'll you'll like this one. Okay. Oh no, I lost it. Hold on. Damn uh, you, Facebook! You fucking shitty social media. Did it randomly refresh on you? No, I had the article popped up, and then I went to back out of it so I could see the whole post. And it just went to my news feed. So, <clears throat> breaking news. Hippos caught swimming inside the Rio Grande River. The image uh, below is of between four to six hippos swimming in the Rio Grande River. Uh, it's reported that the hippos escaped from a Zapata, Texas ranch and made their way to the river. Corresponding U.S. authorities have taken control of the situation. So there's some hippos on the loose. There's fucking six hippos on the loose. If only there was only four, and like they got together on like on a, on another ranch, 
and was trying to eat all the food. But, like, the food was, like, sugar cubes or sugar marbles, mm-hmm. per se. All right. <laughs> you know? You know what yeah. I'm saying? A little hungry, and, hungry at both. And they, and they, like, all attacked each other to get all the sugar marbles. And, uh... Yeah, hungry, hungry hippos. You really, you really real life hungry, yeah. hungry hippos. But yeah, there's, there's fucking wild hippos. Um, <laughs> this is this is a podcast, folks. <laughs> there's fucking, this is, we talk about this shit. <laughs> there's there's hippos fucking floating down the Rio Grande right now. Good for them. Honestly, good for them. I hope they kill a bunch of people. I hope they do too. Highly aggressive. I mean, uh, I hope they've established some territory and they are defending it right now. Yes. And flinging they, shit everywhere and they, and they just cannot nobody biting, biting kayaks in i just half. hope nobody can get to them because they're just so highly aggressive and territorial a and bunch of idiots come by on a pontoon boat and they just fucking annihilate it jack says sup nibs hey that's a that's a weird hey my le- hey my elite speak friend it's a nibs what's a nib i don't know nib high football rules What name that movie? Ado- O'Doyle rules. Nib high football. I don't know. It's from the same movie. Really? Yeah. It's at the end. Uh, is it Billy? Mad- it's Billy Madison, right? Yeah. Okay. When he's doing the the fucking game show thing at the end. His, let's free. He says, "Let's free hippos in a in a city with a gun ban." Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that that would work out too well because, like, they would just hit him with cars and shit. And then yeah, but that would ruin a bunch of cars. Yeah, but I mean, the, pe- those people are starving already. So, like, imagine unleashing fucking like a herd of hippos in Detroit. Like they're just gonna hit them with the shitty fucking nineteen eighties cars that they have. Total the cars, and then when the hippos are dead, they'll just eat the hippos. Why? Why? <laughs> I like how you went to like, the people are starving because it's a, a city with a gun ban. Well, I mean, it's just it, it's a compounding thing. <laughs> like a gun ban kind of hints that democrats are in control Jack says they'd kill people too though and a lot That'd be of hilarious <laughs> right i mean yeah but like a lot of times when democrats are in control like people starve and they there's a gun ban and uh like flint they michigan, don't starve because flint there's michigan, more food stamps flint available michigan they don't have any water so now they're like dying of lead poisoning and dehydration um about grabbed it Ooh. oh man I you should have went and dumped it out when you took a piss i need to get this thing away from me it's fucking gross we'll get to that in a second folks but uh wow this podcast has taken a, a fucking dark turn right out of the gate <laughs> <laughs> talking talking about uh <laughs> fucking herds of hippos just running through the 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 fucking population centers of the united states and just committing fucking genocide against human beings it's for the best right <laughs> Like, don't I'm, you wish you could have don't you wish you could have that amount of testosterone like just a fraction yeah of the amount of now, testosterone that's contained within a hippo i wish i could have that what now which has more testosterone a bull shark or a hippo hippo okay hippos have the highest concentration of testosterone of any any living thing on this okay roof. and the bull shark's like a close second yes right? i knew i knew it was one of the two bull sharks have the strongest pound for pound bite force of anything in the animal kingdom. Really? Yes. More so than a T-Rex. Yes. Well, I mean, T-Rex isn't a part of the animal kingdom because it's dead. You're not wrong. <laughs> but, yeah. If I... I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, folks. Always, like, the 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 shit that I'm spewing from my mouth is not 100% uh, 
irrefutable fact, but from my understanding, hippos are, are king of the hill as far as testosterone goes. And they have like a fucking rage-inducing ability, so when they get mad, their adrenal system pumps a shit ton of more testosterone and adrenaline throughout their bloodstream, and they shit and use their little tails like a fan. <laughs> but what it's doing, it's putting that fucking hormone actually in the air. So they are inhaling their own testosterone while they're being fueled by testosterone and adrenaline in their bloodstream. And then all the other hippos around them are also huffing that can of paint at the same time. Fantastic. It's like fucking testosterone nerve gas, but positive. (laughs) I am way too enthusiastic about hippos today. Clearly. Like, but I really want to keep going with this. I know I said I didn't, but now I do. Could you imagine, like, me, like, just me, if I had that much testosterone? Like, like I want, okay. Like, before, so much testosterone, you have to shit it into <laughs> no, the no, no, air. No, 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 no. Like, I'm not a hippo, but just imagine if I had a hippo's worth of testosterone in my body. I want you to describe what you think that would, how I would be if that was me. That'd be a nightmare. Why? It's because you... I want for the people listening. That's, I want you to describe. This. Um, you are, one. You're already a very angry little man. I am an angry little man. Not so much as I used to be, but I am. Yeah, you you've definitely calmed down. From what you've told me. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> you you would yell at me so much more. <laughs> I probably would have killed you by now. Probably yeah. Just out of spite. <laughs> Jack is just lighting these comments up. Well, let's let's go through them before you continue. Uh, okay, so they killed you. He says black people have guns in those cities. Oh, what the truck ever! California is the world's number six economy. Damn, I sound racist. I just meant the people driving the '80s cars. Fuck, making it worse. <laughs> <laughs> he says hippo shitting sounds like goddamn lawnmower with a bad muffler. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> What Alex say? Uh, they're like the Hulk of the animal kingdom. Yes, they are. Sounds like it. Yeah. The more mad, the more mad they get, the fucking stronger they get, because <laughs> they're being fueled by rage. <laughs> Let's move on. So this weekend I had a blast. Uh, this last weekend I went to Columbus, Indiana, for the 450 North Brewing Company Corn Maze Beer Festival, and we kicked it off on Friday night. Yes. Yes, we did. Which I'll get to that in another second. We will. Um, but with the the trip to 450 North was looking promising. We had uh, a party bus heading down there. You know, we were all going to drink and party on a bus on the way to a bigger party. Now, do you mean on top of the bus or contained inside of the shell? Contained within the whole of the bus. Okay. Proceed. Sir. And uh, last second, they were like, hey, hey, Nick, uh, we don't have a driver, so we're going to have to cancel your reservation that you've had for months. That's pretty shitty. (laughs) It is. Good job, Lafayette Limo. Uh, So he's scrambling. I offer to, I said, hey, I I can drive and I can fit two more people in my car. Uh, He texts me later on this week saying, hey, don't worry about it. We have two 16 passenger buses so i was like sweet or 16 passenger vans uh day of 
he messages me, says, one of the vans broke down. We only have one. Now we need two people to drive. I was like, all right, this is happening. I'm driving. So turns out one one of the two vans broke down in Indianapolis and they just left it there. <laughs> Solid. So we get we drive down there. Um, I have Austin Hill and Stephen Dilden in my car, okay. along with my fiance, soon to be wife Miranda. And <laughs> that was that was an interesting drive down because all I heard was just conspiracy theory after conspiracy theory. Which I'm not big into conspiracy theories, but is what it is. Um, get there. Instead of we we could we only VIP was allowed in at the time we got there, so we just went into I the. Thought brewery. you guys did. I thought you got the VIP um, passes originally. Uh, Miranda and I were going to because that's what you and I talked about. Doing, yeah, and then I ended up not being able to go. Uh, originally that was the plan, and then I was like, man, that's expensive. And then Mr. Dave Linder said, yeah, I'm not. I'm just gonna get general admission. I'm like, you know what? We will too, and we'll hang out with you. And then he ended Dave's up, not, a good guy to he ended up not going. Oh, he didn't go? <laughs> he didn't go. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. Um, so we get there, and we just, we're still waiting, so we just go get some food at the brewery. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got some breadsticks. Miranda yep. and I shared some breadsticks. Oh, you didn't get a pizza? No, because, I mean, we had already, I had already, or we had already eaten before we left a little bit. Man, and, I would have fasted just to get that pizza. Oh. Uh, I, the we fucking well, pizza's fantastic. We didn't think it, the brewery would be open. We thought it would just ah. be a go to the corn maze right. type deal. Uh, so, well, they got to at least have the gift shop open. They want to they make that money. No, everything was open. And so like, I and they weren't doing flights. Oh, really? They chose to not do flights that day. That's shitty. Yeah, so we got samples, <laughs> which you can order as many samples as, as is in a flight. Right. You just got to pay more. So I ordered like four samples of um, most of the beers that they had released for that day and the day before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to try this really awesome, not so much awesome beer called Trick or Treat. It, it like he's not putting enough emphasis on how fucking awful that beer is. This is one of the beers that was released and given to every ticket holder, general admission or VIP. Uh, it's Trick or Treat. Maple Belgian triple with caramel and vanilla. It was fucking awful. It is 9% alcohol by volume. Yes, uh, this is terrible. It tastes like... It is terrible. It tastes like an old Werther's candy inside of a jock strap covered in maple donut icing thrown into a... um, What's what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, a sewage tank. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Uh, another beer I didn't order, but I tried a, from Austin's little sample gathering it was a Labyrinth Nuggets. Ooh, how was that? Uh, it was okay. It was nothing special. Just another nugget. It was just another nugget. It was nothing special. Uh, I think I tried another one. I can't remember what it was, though, and it was, again, nothing special. Um, I hate talking badly about 450 North, but, eh. but they did re-release, uh, Juicy Nugs. And, uh, so they also had a strawberry apricot, uh, slushy, which is really good. And a 
peach ring slushy. Yeah, I saw that. How the, was that? The peach ring slushy was absolutely delicious. Great. I loved it. Cool. So good. I ended up drinking it several times that day. But after that, we went into the corn maze. And they just had a corn maze. And the very center was the 450 North uh, slot where you could just go in and get several different beers from there. For um, free. For free. Everything was free, except for inside the brewery if you ordered right. from there. Uh, they also had a, a beer garden where you could order from there, and there was food trucks and all that shit. Cool. But everything within the corn maze itself was free. I mean, you only got they, they, you got a, a little glass to go with it. Uh, it's a commemorative glass for the corn maze. So um, I got two because Miranda came with me. I also got <laughs> twice the amount of trick or treat. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy. Um, but yeah, we got in there. We had our glasses, and they only give you like sample size, like, which is okay, right? Because you're you're gonna be drinking all day. Whatever. Well, they also don't want to lose money. And there's and but it's unlimited. You can you can go back for unlimited refills. Yeah, but like you have to look at it as if person A gets their glass filled to the top, and then oh yeah, you know for sure I get that. But yeah, you can just keep going back if you really wanted to, as long as they had it. Uh, which a couple breweries did end up running out, like 18th Street, which they ran out before I got to them, which sucked because I really wanted to try some of their beers. That's that VI. That's why we gotta get that VIP. Yeah, is what it is. Uh, but I had several. I went. I I hit up the Matt Anthony tent. I hit up the Brewing tent. Big fan, Matt Anthony. Uh, a couple others. I was mainly look. I since since I've been doing this whole beer journey, uh, since the inception of Brews with Dudes, like I've learned what I like. I, I know I like New England IPAs. I know I like uh, sours. I know I like uh, um, just regular IPAs. I like IPAs. Um, yeah, so I, I, I knew what to look for. I like milkshake IPAs. That's a big one. So I, I would look for every brewery that I saw. I would look for something I liked on their menu, if they had a menu, and I would just get something. And since Miranda doesn't drink beer, it was easy for... it. I didn't have to wait in line to get another sample of whatever else just i wanted. grab them two at a time yeah so if i if if i had another thing i wanted to try she would grab it for me mm-hmm. or if there was something she wanted to try which was mostly sours uh she would try it uh, it was great because one of the times um i had to take nick wanted me to take a picture it's that picture that he has of the corn hat on which we found a, this group of people with a bunch of corn hats that they just got off amazon before the thing uh and so he wanted me to take his picture so i took his picture and she was holding my drink and they both looked similar. One was a sour and the other was like, uh, just like some kind of milkshake IPA or something like that. Okay. And she was like, all right, which one's yours? I'm like, it's probably that one. So I grabbed it and I let, I just, I sat and let her take a drink first and it was not mine or the one she had was mine. And, uh, she she just took a huge gulp of it. (laughs) She she hated me for it. Uh, I was like, Oh yeah, here you go. I, I took a sip of it first just to try it and then took mine. It was okay. There was, uh, from what I saw in the comments, there was a lot of bad beers that day really? uh, and not as many good beers, but a lot of the stuff I tried uh, was all good. It was all good. Mostly because, you know, like I was picky and choosy and I, I knew what I wanted, so I got it. Uh, I did not, I think at one point I was drunk. At no point was I constantly drunk. I maintained like the highest level of buzz 
just before drunk like all day. Do you did you have any beers worse than uh sewage maple flavor? No. That was the worst I had all day. I'm just you know, I I, I hate to put this evil on four fifty north because we you know, we we love you so much. I'm I'm still fucking repping that hat uh from you know, February. Uh a lot of the beers you've released the last fucking five months suck ass. Like, really bad. And Trick or Treat's one of them. Yeah. Uh, another one of the beers they released, but they didn't give out. They, they just ran out. They had still had it on tap, though, was uh, the Great Shake, which was a pumpkin, like a pumpkin pie uh, milkshake. Wasn't bad. Wasn't bad at all. I'm just... The only reason I don't hold it in very high regard is the simple fact that I'm not a pumpkin guy. I don't like pumpkin things. I love pumpkin things, but I loathe pumpkin things because it's fucking October. And just because it's October, oh, I need to have pumpkin things. For the record, it wasn't pumpkin spice. So you know what I'm saying. That's nice. Though. Yeah, I get it. Uh, fucking, it's just like uh, Christmas time with peppermint flavored things. Not everything fucking has to be peppermint flavored. No. Get over your basic selves. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. That the the great shake though wasn't bad. It had a good consistency. I like uh, I like the name. Yeah. It's a play on Charlie Brown, mm. which I dig. The old great pumpkin. Hell yeah. It wasn't bad. Like I said, it's, it it tasted good. It it was really smooth. Uh, I'm just not a giant pumpkin fan, so there's that. I think we finished off the day. Um, we got tired of the maze and just went back into the brewery. I got some. We got some more food. Her and I shared a bowl of pasta, chicken pasta. How was that? Good, really good. Their Alfredo sauce and their chicken, because it's that. It's like that pulled rotisserie chicken. Oh, it's so good. And uh, so, I've had both their chicken Alfredo pizza and their chicken bacon ranch pizza. I will take the chicken Alfredo pizza over the chicken bacon ranch. Really, their Alfredo sauce is really good, which I know you've you've stated before that you hate Alfredo. I don't hate Alfredo. I hate what Americans have made Alfredo into. Okay, because like Alfredo sauce is can like it's a simple thing to make, but you should have a really complex flavor profile, and I don't know. If I if I fucking eat Alfredo, I make it myself. Yeah. I make the sauce myself. I don't Teach fucking me. I don't fucking dump it out of a jar. Yeah, I hate I hate it. I hate the jarred Alfredo sauce. Some of it I have had one that was really, really good. Bertoli. It was Bertoli brand. Nice. It wasn't the regular Alfredo well, it was the creamy garlic Alfredo. Okay. That one that one was really, really good. Um but that's the only jarred Alfredo sauce that I've ever had that I like. And it's just, it's ruined it for me because I can't eat fucking Fazoli's. Yeah. Because what am I going to get? Fucking Chef Boyardee spaghetti? No. Am I going to get fucking out of a can Alfredo sauce? No. I agree. Olive yeah. Garden, you can stick it up your ass too. I like their Alfredo sauce. I do like their Alfredo sauce. Doesn't hold a candle to 450 North, so. See? There you go. You've had good 
fucking cooked Alfredo sauce. It's ruined it for me. But I've also been to Italy, too, so. <laughs> I want to go to Italy. That'd be nice. People are rude. Um, yeah, but we had. So I I ordered a, I think we both ordered uh, another peach ring slushy. Man, their breadsticks are fucking good. Uh, at four fifty. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Their breadsticks and the are fucking knots killer too. Yeah, because it's all it's all baked right there. Like mm-hmm. it's great. Um, so yeah, we had we we left and we we had plans to go watch the fight somewhere, but we decided to stay home. Um, good decision making. Yeah, we were tired, <laughs> and uh. Yeah, we had an extra passenger on the way home, and he just didn't stop talking the whole way. And really? And drunk. And yeah, surprisingly, Austin was not the one talking the whole way. It was just it was just this guy in the middle. And uh, yeah, Austin ended up taking a nap. So that was nice. We, we do enjoy those uh, naps on the ride home from 450. Mm-hmm. I did, too. I took a nap eventually. I think once we once we hit Indianapolis is when I took the nap, and then I was just in and out. Just <laughs> that's what I did. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like here's me nodding off and just shooting up. Miranda's like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, I just woke up." <laughs> that like, that, I do that all the time. Yeah. And then it, it like saps all the energy out of me when when I already had none. So then I get even more tired from jolting myself awake. So, well, I'm glad you, I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't as quite as good as time as I thought it would be. But you that's plan what next on going year, next year. Oh yeah. That was about to say, that's what next year's for. And what sucks is like they, I guess they already have the date for it, which is October 5th next year. And we got our, um, 2019 potential Saturday calendar for work. October fifth, of course. So Let's take a vacation day. That's what I. That's why I ended up doing this year. I used an unavoidable, called in. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of shit for that because I called in for, uh, this corn maze beer festival, but I'm not calling in for my own wedding, which is this Saturday. Yeah, you, you just gotta look at people in the eye and say, "Hey, you don't pay my fucking bills." <laughs> Fuck off. Fuck off. WWTD. Yep. Yeah. So. Um, this this coming Saturday, four days away, I'm gonna be a married man. After probably a ten hour work day. <laughs> yeah, we um so about a month, two months, almost two months ago now. Uh, I asked Miranda to marry me, and the plan you did, you did that thing. Yeah, and the plan was you know hit up a courthouse, get her on my insurance, and then have a a big wedding next year. Uh. She didn't want to do courthouse. She was very against it. And then my mom convinced me to just have a small a small ceremony. Well, that small ceremony turned into like a medium-sized wedding. And we're we're doing everything ourselves, no no catering, no uh decor we're decorating it ourselves and uh, we got Mr. Pod Daddy Nate Phillips uh, officiating the wedding. Which we're hopefully going to uh, live stream this thing too, the whole ceremony. Oh God, you're gonna be one of you're gonna be that those people. It's podcastrophy, man. Yeah, but it's your fucking wedding, man. Yeah, and I want I want to include the podcastrophy family. They should fucking show up. I didn't invite them. Bam. 
<laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Mr. McLaughlin over here is my best man. Hey, that's me. If you guys didn't already expect that to be do you, with. Okay, so I... Do you expect me to give you a speech? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> of course. You will be thoroughly disappointed. I, I No, I'll be thoroughly disappointed if you don't give a speech. No, I, I plan on giving you one. Awesome. But it's going to be total ad lib, off the yeah. cuff. What what really sucks is we, we plan this thing like so, like we plan this thing with three weeks to to the date of the wedding and not a lot of if time. If you were my wife, I would have murdered you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, not a lot of time to book a place. Uh, we, we, not everybody that we want there can be there. Not to mention not everybody, uh, that we want there, we even invited. So like originally I had a wedding party of like four or five people. I'm really just going to have you there. Uh, Nick, what, what sucks is so Nick, Maxon, Bruce with dudes, doom room. There's a doom room show that night. He said he is going to try to make it, but if he doesn't, I understand because, like, you know, I picked a day that has a, there's a Doom Room show, unfortunately. So the only other day we had, because we wanted it in October, hmm. so we could get everything rolling from there. Um, the only other day that I have available is October 20th. I don't work that day. Guess who works that day? Miranda. So I took the bullet, or I bit the bullet and fucking... I'm working so she can set up and get everything ready because she's way better at that shit than I am. I couldn't handle that. Like, can you imagine me setting up a wedding? Oh, I flat out told my wife to fuck off. I wasn't, I had no part of it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would, I would try, but it would never be as successful or as awesome as what she could make it. So I'm working (laughs) and we're probably going to work it. The, the ceremony is set for four, or six thirty, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna get off work at four thirty, haul ass home. Yeah, but that gives you, that gives you two hours. You should have more than enough time. But it's in Rossville, and I got it's gonna take at least a half an hour just to get from here to edge of Lafayette because traffic. Take a fifteen minute shower and get it over with. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna haul ass. I don't know if I'm I haven't decided if I'm gonna change into my tux here or there. Uh, I would just do everything but your jacket here. Okay. But, either, I mean, either way, I'm going to sweat my ass off on the way there. Why? Because sunlight going through car windshield. Air conditioning. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If I'm wearing something like that, It's I'm going to sweat in a car with leather seats. I just know. I know, I know my car. I know my body. That's why you start your car. <laughs> And get, get the AC blasting, and then you go back inside and give it about five minutes, and then you leave, and that'll that'll help that. You'd be surprised. And then you're going to have a jacket on anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. And then on top of that anyway, it's your wedding, and who fucking cares? I care. You don't care. I care. But yeah, we're we're having like, um, a, it's, it's a reception, but it's not a reception. It's just going to be like dinner. We're, we're having people pitch in. I have a lot of pulled pork and shit. You're making some... You're, you're making four pounds of fucking coleslaw. Four pounds of coleslaw. Yeah. And uh, we're going to somehow figure out the music situation. <laughs> I thought you said you had a DJ. No. N- not not that we're paying for. <laughs> we're going to basically throw a laptop or a phone on it a, a, into a speaker and dance to that shit. Oh, yeah. 
DIY, DIY. Yeet. Uh, Mr. Nate Phillips has also been, uh, he's, he's the announcer. He's going to announce things happening. Just have Nate run sound and then you're good. Yep. That's basically, that's basically exactly what we're having. So he's got like um, seven jobs. Miss Sarah Van Landingham is going to provide the music for the ceremony. With the piano. With the piano. Uh, I think I'm just going to appoint Miss Veronica for the live stream. <laughs> if you're listening out there, Veronica, you got it. Yeah, but like you've, you've, you've actually got to reach out to her because otherwise. Oh, I know. Because <laughs> like. I don't I don't count on anybody to listen to this show like that I know. Nate, if you're listening, get on it. Uh just because you know. I mean not because <laughs> I, our yeah, show sucks by anything by uh, any means. It's just like people come up to me like pretty regularly now, especially people that I work with are like, Hey, you talked about this thing on this episode and I'm like, I don't fuck I have no idea what you're talking about. I remember fucking talking about it, but I don't remember when it was. Yeah. People do that? Oh yeah. Oh my god, that's so awesome. Yeah. I have I've turned uh a couple people I work with anyway into fans of the show. Um and then, you know. Speaking of, I want to show you something. My other circle of friends. I want to show you something. Show me. You like it? I dig it. Oh yeah. I would like to see the logo by itself though. Well, that's not technically the logo. It's just something. Oh, I thought the mushroom cloud had a face in it. No, I wish. No, I dig it. Yeah, Miranda what? sent me that today. She's, I guess she just got bored and decided to make, start making like merch stuff for us, <laughs> which is awesome. Right. Uh, so if anybody wants some koozies, maybe that'll happen. <laughs> Eat. But after, after the small reception and eating and dancing, um... We're all going to part ways, and whoever wants to come out, we're going bar hopping. Where are we going to start? Uh, Probably the vault. It's just an easy... God, the fucking Lafayette's shittiest bar. It's not the shittiest It bar. is Lafayette's shittiest bar. You have not been to the place that replaced uh, Hunter's Down Under. That place sucks. Okay. <laughs> I'm going... I'm going... I'm judging the field but, okay, that I play but on. The, the, the point... It's... Okay, so... I go to a bar to drink. I don't fucking care. I can't care. drink booze at fucking the vault. I don't care about drinking. I go to the bars to hang out with my friends. So and, pick a good one where everyone can enjoy themselves. But I know a lot, most of my friends enjoy the vault. They also enjoy skunked beer. It don't matter. It don't matter to me. That's their problem. Uh, either way, I know they're going to, the vault is a good starting point and finishing point because people enjoy the vault. Barring you. Uh, I never said I didn't enjoy it. Well, there you go. I just think it's Lafayette's shittiest bar. <laughs> and if anyone is listening to me and disagrees, you can fight me, change my mind. I don't care. <laughs> That's hilarious because first comment at, from Alex. I will fight you, Tyler. Okay, <laughs> Don't Alex, talk shit about the vault. Alex, the last five times I've been to the vault. She doesn't drink beer, though. No, no, I don't care. The last five times I have been to the vault, I have not been able to drink there. Because the beer that they tried to sell me was all skunked from freshly tapped kegs. Freshly tapped. Yeah, I gave up on their keg beer. I, I always drink. If I'm at the vault, I'm either... Blaine, drinking. the bottled beer was also skunked. I haven't had a I haven't had a skunked Budweiser. Yeah! I haven't. The last time we went, I did. You did. I didn't. 
<laughs> I enjoy. I, I I just get a bottle a bottle of Budweiser and I'm good. The atmosphere is great. Oh, the atmosphere yeah. is great. I'm not shit talking the atmosphere or the people. But I go to a bar to drink. That's part of the hanging out with people at a bar. You drink. <laughs> well, yeah. And if I can't drink, uh, so we'll start there and then we'll move probably to Digby's. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, it'll be a good time. Yeah. And anybody is invited to that, you know, because you know public space. <laughs> right. I can't tell you you can't be there. Either way, come celebrate with us. I might. It might just be me. Because I don't know if we have a babysitter for Rubes. I get you. So it might just be me. I get you. Uh, yeah. So that's that's our wedding night this coming Saturday, October 13th, which means eventually we're going to have a Friday the 13th anniversary. <laughs> very excited for that. In October, nonetheless. So very excited for that because I'm probably going to just bang her in a Jason mask. You're not going to go like William Shatner? mask and pretend she's why would i why would i why it's not halloween it's friday the 13th jason Voorhees. yeah but it's just the month of october yeah but it's friday the 13th fucking 30 days of halloween yeah but it's friday the 13th i'll just fuck off there's no (laughs) fuck off what's that movie where they're just like (laughs) i have no fucking idea there's some movie where they just do that like Oh, it's um, Night at the Roxbury, I feel. I haven't seen Night at the Roxbury since I was probably 10 years old, so... I don't blame you. I'm not a giant fan of that movie. It just started happening, and I was like, that's from a movie. I know it is. Yeah. Uh, Alex says, well, that's fucked up. I only drink cans of Wee Mac, and I haven't had a problem with it, but I also drink liquor more often and go for the atmosphere. My first original wedding date was supposed to be this Saturday. Ouch. My condolences. Owen Strong survive. I still really like you, Alex. By yeah, the way. You're, you're you're doing pretty awesome, and um, anybody who uh, thinks otherwise can fuck thinks off. Otherwise can fuck off. I mean, you're pretty awesome, and you're uh, not pretty awesome. You're fucking awesome. I, I I can't remember if you left him or he left you, but if it he doesn't left matter, you, you're fucking awesome. If he left you, he's a douchebag, and if you left him, it's probably because he's, he's a douchebag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, moving on, Friday, uh, we recorded an episode of Journey into Comics. Which, we did. If you're watching this, it was it, it. you listened to it yesterday, hopefully. Or maybe today. If you're listening to this, well, you probably heard it Monday. Yeet. As long as you're subscribed to Journey into Comics on Podbean and all the other places. So, we did a spoiler-free review of Venom. I thought we did a very good... Normally, when we try... Well, normally, like in the past, when we filled in for, like, JIC or... Uh, oh, she says she left him. Probably because he's a... Douchebag! But, uh... <laughs> God, yeah, I missed that We're done. Meme. I wish that meme <laughs> would come back. I wish... I, oh, my God, I just got a great idea. What if we combined the moth meme... With the fucking sirens and the John Cena theme song. Uh, fun fact about moths. They're not attracted to just lights and lamps. Uh, they're apparently attracted to sealer because we keep finding them in the sealer at work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh... Need more lamp, brother. But is that the voice that you're <laughs> assigning that, to the moth? That's the voice in my head when I... Because I see the little accent marks and I'm just like, need more lamp, brother. <laughs> 
Okay. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh you completely derailed me. <laughs> God, I hate you. Go on, brother. But, God! <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we should combine that. Okay. Fucking the moth meme with, uh, the fucking sirens and the John Cena theme song. You can't see me. Turns on the light. Lamps. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I absolutely love the moth memes. I love the moth memes, so too. so fucking dumb. And, like, the moth, and moths are really creepy. I love, like, the, the triggered eyes. You know what I mean? Where it just glows. <laughs> and, like, there's that one moth that keeps popping up that, that just looks, like, all hulked out. Like, I like kind of like a fucking muscly dude. Like, I need steroids. Like, no, this guy needs... This fucking moth needs a lamp. Need more lamp, brother. What, what accent marks are you are you referencing? They're like little dots. The two little dots. That's called an umlaut. Do tell. Umlaut. Do tell. That's what it's called. No, no. Tell me what sound that's supposed to be. Then. What letter is it over? Uh, usually brother. So the O. So the O. Yeah, it's just it accentuates the O. Brother. Yes. So I was saying it right. Yes. Cool. I did a thing. Uh, folks, I did a thing. God, Alex is blowing us up. What she got? Lay it on us. He's, she says that's the voice she uses too. Not even joking. Brother. 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 <laughs> Need more lop. Lop. But, uh, yeah. So, so what I was saying was, before you derailed me, <laughs> and then I got distracted by lamp, moth memes. <laughs> Um, I almost said distracted like a, by lamp. <laughs> like a moth to a flame. Lamp. Lamp. But, uh, you almost derailed me again, you fuck. Uh, I, I do have some funny news Hold about on. Cameron. Hold on. Hold on. chance. Hold on. Later. Every time we try and do a spoiler review or spoiler free review of anything, we just spoil the shit. We out always of it. fuck it up, and like five minutes in, we're like, okay. Episode two of this fucking show. We can't take this anymore. Spoilers. Episode two of this show, we did a whole season review of Game of Thrones season seven. And about an hour and 15 minutes into it, I was like, oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> and we all had a good chuckle. Carry on. That's all I was going to say. So I thought we did a really good job. Yeah, we, Friday did. Night we did. When we recorded staying. We really did. Staying 100% spoiler free. Um, Moth meme prophecies. Ooh. I like it. Um, I like it. That's one of my favorite, like, unsolved mysteries. The fucking moth like, man. I, I love and hate that we have chat, or the, the comment feed, because our listeners don't really understand. They don't yeah. get it. But Watch the live stream. The live stream is there, and it's it's such an integral part of our show. But I So if you're listening to this... Uh, on either the Journey into Comics Network or our own feed, Podcastrophy on Podbean. Uh, watch our show. Like, participate. Like, come in here on Tuesdays around 5.30 or 6 uh, Eastern Time, correct? Are we on Eastern Time? I thought we were on Central Time. Central Time, whatever it is. Uh, it's 5.30 our time. <laughs> uh, and participate in our chat so you, you know what the hell's going on. You know, it's a lot of fun. You can see our stupid faces. Um, well, and if, if Tuesdays don't work for you, I mean, just news for everybody, next year we'll have to go back to Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, more than likely, we will have to go back to Wednesday 
the uh, the prodigal son hath returned, so to speak, back on our original day. Wednesday's so much better. Tuesday fucks me up so bad because we did Wednesday for so long. Right. That yep, now it gets me too, man. When we record on Tuesday, I think it's Thursday the next day. And, and then, I have so I have class on Monday and Wednesday. Yeah. So after we record on Tuesday, I'm like, fuck yeah, it's Thursday. I don't have class tomorrow. And then I always get crushed because I have class tomorrow. I go in. I go into work thinking it's Thursday. Yep. And then I'm like, I'm completely crushed because it's Wednesday. Thursday is the next day. And I still have like three or four days left of work. Yeah, I do. I do the same it thing, man. Sucks. It fucking blows asshole. We're on Eastern time. I thought we were on set. Oh, the region's on Central Time. Yeah. That's Chicago time. Chicago time. They're not yeah. behind us. Real quick tangent here. Like when we when they were doing all the time zone bullshit, and like they switched us. Well, wait. It's like, hmm, what time zone should we be on? Should we be on the the major like cultural center in fucking Chicago, one of the biggest cities in the United States? Hmm. No, we should be on. The, the same time zone as New York because it'll help us be such so much more successful businessmen. That's, that's why they did it. Because they thought that industry and business would flourish if we were on the same time zone as New York. That's Chicago st- is a trade hub of the United States. That's stupid. You have major trade hubs spread out all over the United States. And they're all they're all either close to a river, the ocean, or a lake. Chicago, it's on the lake. New York, it's on the ocean. And the lake. And a lake. You got and Houston. And some rivers. And rivers. <laughs> Lots of waterways. And you got Houston. Rivers and and the fucking ocean. California. All of that stuff. Probably like, gonna be an island. Right. <laughs> well, or the bottom of the ocean. But um, it's like, why, why do we, why, like, why does everything have to be fucked up? This is what happens when the government controls shit. They have this thing called fucking daylight savings time. It's dumb. Yeah. You know what else is dumb? Uh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Me, I'm dumb. I'm stupid. Uh... Can Fuck. we just talk about Venom? Hold on. Fuck. Because it was daylight savings time. Then I was going to say something else. Fuck, I'll get back to it. Venom. Venom. San Francisco. That's where the movie takes place. Yeah. All right, so for those listening, watching. Spoiler time. We're going into full spoilers. If you you had your chance with Journey into Comics, we, we did a live stream on Friday night directly after the movie. I also... I don't think we're going to break this down scene by scene. No. Because uh, that gets very dry, very boring. I don't like listening to scene by scene breakdowns of anything. Which we do a lot. Which we do, um, but we've tried here lately to not do as much of that. So, at least I have. Because it's very boring to listen to. All right, so... Um, spoiler time. Spoiler we're gonna, time! We're going to remind you one more time it's spoiler time. Stop. Uh, Spoiler time. I fucking <laughs> love you. Normally I would say hate. I was, I was expecting a hate or loathe. So um, the movie takes place in San Francisco. Everyone knows the main character is Eddie Brock. So right off the bat, we are hit with a with a fucking rocket ship. 
and uh, you hear a name, Jameson, mm-hmm. crashes in Malaysia, and you hear the name Jameson. And, and then we see him. And you see him. He's kind of a body. And then he's dead. I don't know if he's dead. Oh, no, he's definitely dead. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he's definitely uh, dead. He was the only one alive, and then he was also dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, then it, it kicks over to fucking Mr. Brock. So Riot, in the opening scene, Riot escapes containment, takes over fucking uh, J. Jonah Jameson's son, crashes the fucking spaceship into Earth, you know, and then hijacks another body and fucking disappears. Um, trying to get back to the Life Foundation. So, long story. So, I'm just gonna do the quick plot, and then we'll go further than that. Mm-hmm. The whole purpose of this movie is the Life Foundation is trying to explore space so they can find us a new place to live. They find the symbiotes on a fucking comet. They bring them. They try to bring them back. Uh, they fucking crash on Earth. Most of the symbiotes die. Yeah. Riot uh, is no longer a son slash clone of Venom. He's the he's the main man leading the charge. Yeah. That, and was, that was weird. I liked it. I really dug it. And then um, then we go on a journey watching Venom and Tom Hardy, Eddie Brock, uh, become one. And it's a really enjoyable journey. The reason the reason I wanted to do like that quick like here's the synopsis, plot. yeah. Here, here's the synopsis. Because yet again today, uh, I saw another. It it went down on Rotten Tomatoes again. Really? It's in the thirty percent range, Rotten. Um, but the the reason the reason I wanted to do that and bring that up before we went further into the film, you and I both gave this film very hard, very high remarks. We both enjoyed it a shit ton. Both of our wives enjoyed it. Um. It does not deserve that. It broke the box office record in October. Yeah. In the month of October, it is now the uh, highest grossing film of all time mm-hmm. for the month. Can we watch a, a, a real quick, quick clip from a review? Yeah. All right, let me pull this up real yeah, quick. Yeah, pull it up. And just, I'll, I'll keep... Well, mm-hmm. it's already up. I'm just going to pop in like three minutes in. Okay. So this is kind of funny. Uh, Man, I dig that fucking black suit shirt that he's got. Yeah, this is the kind of funny uh, review of Venom. As you know, uh, Tim usually does uh, trivia for the movie. Yeah. Uh, Tom Hardy says his favorite forty minutes of the film that were cut. Yeah. And also, he wishes it was rated R. And also, nothing on my phone except a text from Goldfarb. Yeah, uh, yeah the, what was, there was one other one too. He wishes rated R, and that uh, he, he wants to fight Spider-Man. My thing is, I love that. I wish this rated R, mm-hmm. and I walked out of the movie. Wouldn't have saved it. Thankfully, thinking, God, I'm glad they cut that forty minutes out. Oh my God. Someone at Sony was like, "Listen, this movie is not good. Uh, so the least that can be is like the very least we can do for audiences is get a minute out." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin, what'd you think? Ah oh, man, I, it just wasn't good. Sure. At all. Um, great, great verbiage there, man. Uh, shame on you, Sony. Shame Damn. on you. Well, no, Damn. I see, I want to go that part. No, shame. He is shamed, or you cannot shame him. There was a shame, cannot shame. I have, like, it's weird. Let me back up, because I don't want to, I don't want to paint this in, like, total negative light. I actually had fun watching this movie. No, but, but it's because it's such a train wreck. Yeah, but, like, that the parts that were fun, I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, I actually, I thought I was going to hate Tom Hardy. Uh, yeah, Tom Hardy. It's getting confusing now, because all the, all the Venoms are in his name, Tom. Um... 
it's I actually liked his goofiness. I liked the Michelle Williams back and forth. I was like, this is cool, but no one else in the universe was that. I I don't think any of that like made any sense. It's yeah. just like, why is this character like this? He was cool. He's just who he is. He tried to bring a different dimension to Yeah, but he was actually just, like, like stupid. What, like, he, just... he was stupid. What I appreciated about it was, and this isn't a real spoiler, so nobody comment, is the fact that he was shitty to Michelle Williams. In a thing where I was like, oh, don't do that. And then he did, and you're like, oh, and then I was like, oh, right. He, he I forgot that even Eddie Brock pre-Venom isn't right, supposed to be a good person. guy. Not, like, not necessarily a terrible guy, but more like flexible. Like a shitty person. Yeah. Yeah. So, I started listening to this this morning on my way to work. I got like five, maybe six, seven, eight minutes in, and I literally turned this review off. I'm not a person who like stifles shit like that. I I want to hear it, but like, I enjoyed this movie so much and I enjoyed it so much that I just could not listen to these guys who I even based my own podcast off of podcastrophy is slightly based off of kind of funny right. game over Greggy show. I couldn't even finish listening to this because I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. Yeah. I stopped. You it. know, I'm, I'm not an internet celebrity. So, you know, right there, that's like 10 points off of, uh, whether or not the fact that my opinion matters. Um, and then on top of that, you know, I'm a, I'm a young, uh, white, slightly obese male. Uh, so there's another 10, 10 points off my opinion mattering or not. Um, you know, that's a jab at our political climate. I hope no, <laughs> I hope no one gets mad at me for saying that. Whoa. Um, but I just, I have seen review after review after review that's identical to that. And yes, is, is Tom Hardy's rendition of Eddie Brock goofy and kind of dumb. Yes. Eddie Brock in the comics is a dumb fucking guy. Yeah. That's why Venom picked him. Because he was strong and he was dumb. And Venom could manipulate him to fucking get revenge on Spider-Man. It fits with the character. Okay? Yeah. There's number one. Let's fucking check that box off. Number two. Oh, it doesn't have Spider-Man in it. We can't have Venom without Spider-Man. Like, I have heard that so many times in the last month that I'm fucking sick of it. Appreciate the character. Appreciate Tom Hardy. Yeah. This is not the Venom from your comic no. books. This is its Any, own okay, thing. Anything in the fucking MCU right now is not fucking conducive of the characters for the last fucking 55 years. Get over yourselves. Fucking stroke your dick thinking about something else instead of, mm-hmm. man... Thor's armor isn't right. It should be different. Where's his helmet with the wings? Stick that helmet with the wings up your ass. Yeah. Enjoy the fucking material that we get. Yeah. Because otherwise we're not getting it. Mm-hmm. I agree. Is it the greatest movie of all time? Absolutely no. not. Is it better than Infinity War? Hell no. Is it better than Deadpool 2? No. I'll tell you what it is better than. What we got in Spider-Man 3. Yes! Thank you. Which is all we wanted. That is all we wanted. Yep. We wanted we wanted a version of Venom that we can enjoy, have fun watching, and you know, not despise, right. not fucking loathe, not fucking make fun of way more than a decade after it happened. Yeah. There's no reason We still make fun of Spider-Man 3. There's no reason that that one of the coolest, most iconic villains/anti-heroes in all of comic book history, should be memified for a mm-hmm. decade. 
There's no reason. No, absolutely not. Other than Spider-Man 3. You know, Spider-Man 3, I won't... I get sucked into this rabbit hole every time we bring up Sam Raimi Spider-Man. If the movie just focused on Sandman, it would not have been that bad of a movie. It would not have. If if Venom was not involved at all, it would not have been that bad of a movie. It would have been on par with the first two films, and it would not be a meme in 2018. But you cast Topher Grace as Eddie Brock, and that was a mistake. And it's not because Topher Grace is a bad actor. It's because he does not fit with the character. No, that is too that's... far out of bounds oh, exactly. to fit with the character. Tom Hardy fits with the character. He played the inconsiderate, self-centered, all-about-me, slightly dumb douchebag, Eddie Brock, and he See, nailed it. I didn't get slightly dumb from him. It's just how goofy and... I mean, yeah, I got, I got, I definitely got all the other things. You have to focus on all the comedic points throughout the film. That was when he was trying to play off being dumb. Sometimes. Hmm. Yeah, see, I didn't get... It's really subtle. I didn't get really dumb subtle. from him at all. I got, like, very clever, very smart. I mean, he's... He's a, a very established reporter. Like, people know his name and enough right. to blacklist the hell out of him. <laughs> so, there's that. And, I mean, you, I'm sorry. You, you don't get to that level of reporting without by being an idiot. Unless, unless you have Alex a really Jones. good support staff. Yeah, true. So. Or unless you're Alex Jones. Right. Which, he, even he's not an idiot. No, he's very smart. Um, but anyway... So I'm I'm really glad gr- glad that you brought this review up. Uh, I just I had to shut it off because I couldn't listen to them well, shit on this movie anymore. I I just I want to bring this up again. I'm going to say it again. It is the highest grossing, not grossing. It's it has the highest opening weekend of any film of all time in the month of October. Mm-hmm. Now October isn't normally a powerhouse month uh as far as cinema goes but it is still number one Mm -hmm. without a doubt without a shadow of a doubt and i have not met one person that i know not one fucking person that said hey did you see venom and i say yes i fucking loved it I did not. I have not met one person that said, "Man, that movie was fucking garbage." Yeah, same. I'd rather jack off to Geely. Like, I mean, at least Geely had Jennifer Lopez, right? But, but no, uh, I yeah. I mean, I, you get what I'm saying. I mean, I haven't actually ran into too many people that have watched it. I think Calvin watched it and he enjoyed it. Here, here's where I'm at with with the whole review process. Uh, much like the Last Jedi, I think we are at the point now where anytime a major film comes out in a franchise, there are people behind the scenes that want that movie to fail. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about the drama with this? No, we'll, we'll get to that okay. after this uh, Speak, I was gonna this say, exposition. Speaking of people wanting this movie to fail. But there, are, there is powerful people that want this movie to fail, so then Sony can slightly loosen its grip on the parts of the Spider-Man universe that it has so Disney can obtain it. Is what I think, because there is there, seriously there is not one sequence of events, not one uh, partial story arc, not not a five minute segment during that film that I said, God, this is fucking awful. Now 
There were a couple dry spots where I said, man, this could have been better. Yeah. But never once did I say it was fucking awful. So either I'm extremely uneducated and not well-versed in cinema. I think I think I have more training than the average gay. Yeah. Um, so apparently I'm a fucking moron because I don't see 90% of the shit that they're complaining about. Honestly, yeah. I mean, by, by that yeah. logic, you would also be a moron. Which I know you are not a moron. It's somewhat debatable. Sometime you're dumb. <laughs> You're never yeah. a moron. Yeah. I wouldn't I, be your friend if you were a moron. I loathe morons, so. No, I I get it. I I really enjoyed this movie and I don't I don't see hardly any of the criticism. I have criticisms of my own, but did that ruin the movie for me? Absolutely not. No. Absolutely I I not. had my criticisms of one of the arguably in my opinion one of the best films of uh, 2018 in Deadpool 2. Mm-hmm. I did not love every single sequence of that film. But I'm not going to fucking nail it to the cross and say, this is awful. Yeah. Like, fuck. So so what's the what's the controversy you were, you were almost uh, ready to bring so up? So A Star is Born. Okay. Featuring Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Uh, also Another pre- film I also really want to see. I do too. It premiered the same night. Okay. Uh, I guess fans of Lady Gaga went on to film, like review sites and reviewed Venom poorly <sighs> so that uh, A Star is Born would have a higher So this is Last attendance. Jedi all over again. Oh, yeah. It's stupid shit. People are using the internet very wrongly, very poorly. Shut down Rotten Tomatoes. That's yeah. my fucking petition. Twenty. I okay. I have been using fucking Rotten Tomatoes since like 1997. Okay, like the moment that there was internet in my house, my uncle and I used Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Like it was a great fucking service to say, look how bad this movie reviewed. Let's go watch it anyway, and then form our own fucking opinion. Yeah, and you know that's. That is the first thing I say to anybody uh, that I've said to anybody since I've seen Venom. Hey, yeah, I know it's reviewing poorly. Go watch it anyways because I really enjoyed this movie. Form your own opinion. Like well, I that's, said, that's our fucking motto on the show. It is. You know, uh, I keep telling people. I was like, just go. Forget the fucking critics. Forget the reviews. Go see it for yourself and figure it out yourself. Part part of the reason I'm so. Uh so defensive when it comes to this movie is number one it's my favorite character in all of media ever Venom is more of a favorite character of mine than Boba Fett is so that should put it in perspective for you um so I'm a little bit biased already but but on that same logic I should be ultra critical of my favorite thing of all time Venom is top tier Marvel yes hands down so, I should be hyper critical of this film, and I loved it. Yeah. So I, I don't, I, I just, I'm just at a loss, you know. Um, I don't want to rant too much about the review stuff, but I, I, I can't stress it enough. Go watch the film, because they're like where I'm at right now. Number one. I want to see Tom Hardy again as Venom. Me too. I want to see 
Tom Hardy voice acting Venom as Venom. Hashtag me too. Um, <laughs> let's get a boop on that. Boop. But uh, like, I I really I, I want to see more of this character. It's one of the 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 characters that I'm I'm most excited to see more of. You know, Josh Brolin as Thanos is, oh, yeah. is probably number number two for oh, me. Man. I want to see more of Josh Brolin as that character. Now, and Tom Cable. Hardy's performance is nowhere near as good as oh, no. No. Josh Brolin's <laughs> Hell no. uh, uh, Thanos or his Cable. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It doesn't even touch. It doesn't even touch it. Touch Cable. But I thought I thought Tom Hardy's performance oh, yeah. was above and beyond what it needed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, f- f- leaps and bounds above Topher Grace. So absolutely, I, I also want to see inevitably what happens with the Life Foundation. I want to see the the aftermath of, excuse me, Eddie Brock and Venom taking down the Life Foundation. You know, I was really bummed that those symbiotes died. There were symbiotes in there that died because of lack of host, I guess. Is what is what that what happened? Well, yeah, a combination of things. Uh, I, I I was really bummed because I wanted to see what others maybe some leaked out and they just went out into the world, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what I imagine or the way that I imagine it happening, if they continue to bring more symbiotes in besides Carnage, um, it will be symbiotes that they pull from the comet, you know, that's headed yeah. towards Earth or whatever. Um, and then we will get the rest of, you know, the symbiote squad. So we'll see like Scream, Scream, and the the rest of the squad that. Riot led. I, I don't think we're gonna get anti venom. That'd be pretty cool if we did. Unless we introduce Mister Negative, but well, I mean, you don't, you don't necessarily. No, need... you don't, because they've proven time and time again the origin in the comics obviously doesn't have to be the origin in the movies, right? But I'm I'm really glad that you brought up origin because yes, compounding what everything that I said. Um, about Venom, you know, we talked about it in our review Friday night, and I, I think I brought it up at the mo- uh, at while we were still at the movie theater. You know, I said this was a really good origin story, and I'm going to ask you this again, Blaine. How many times in the you know year plus that you've known me, and the I'm going to say dozens of movies and video games that we reviewed, and and bro- broken apart piece by piece, how many times have you ever heard me say, man, I I Gosh, I, golly gee, I really enjoyed that origin story, pal. All right, I'm going to preface what I'm about to say with you absolutely hate, loathe, despise origin stories. Condemn origin stories. I fucking hate them. You hate them so much. So when you say that was a good origin story, it's, it, it comes from the heart. Yes. (laughs) It fucking means it's, something. It means something because you fucking hate him. I don't care. I, origin stories are cool. Could I? Okay, I think the only origin story I could do. There's two origin stories I could do without seeing ever again. Batman, Spider Man. Don't give a fuck about either origin story because they are both so overplayed. Those are those are two of the most uh, re recreated, redone yes. superheroes. Batman and Spider-Man. Yes. We've gotten... Because oh, they are the two most popular superheroes. We've gotten three or four iterations of Spider-Man so far. Countless iterations of Batman. Right. We do not... The best the best origin I've seen of Batman so far 
has been Batfleck because it was so minimal. Absolutely. Yeah. It was so minimal in Batman v Superman. That's all we need. I mean, I guess Batman Begins was good, but because no, terrible. But 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 be, that be that actually went more like whole movie wise. It was an origin. That's Rather, why I hate Batman Begins though. Really, it was a fucking origin story. But it went into like his training, which we have never seen. I don't before need in the past fucking movies. Batman's training. But it was cool. He's Liam DC Neeson. Iron Man. Liam Neeson. He's fucking. He he has his powers <laughs> because he has money. Oh well, yeah. Period. Dot. But unlike Iron Man, he actually has training. Yeah, but he could also. Oh my god, are we about to have this debate in the middle of a Venom no, review? No, we're not. I'm getting <laughs> us back on track. For once, I'm the guy getting us back on yeah. track. Can you fucking believe it? Oh man. And so, origin story. And origin stories. Fuck. <laughs> but no, part of the reason I enjoyed. Before we go to any of the other parts, I wanna. I, I just wanna hone in on Venom a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, part of the reason I enjoyed this film so much. And you're going to hear me say that a dozen more times, folks, because I really, really liked this movie. Yep, we all did. Um, all of us really loved this movie. Yeah, all four of us yeah. really fucking dug it. And if my wife is impressed by anything nerd culture, like it's the, re- it's the real deal shit. Your, 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 uh, your wife is kind of like an emotionless husk of yes. a human being. She's a stone cold killer. Because, like, I, I've rarely seen her enjoy anything. She doesn't enjoy at least, anything. At least outwardly. I don't know what's going on inside. I don't know I don't know what's going on in there. <laughs> you, know, you know in cartoons when people get put in, like, that pocket dimension and it's just all that white space? <laughs> That's the inside of my wife's brain. I can see that. It's just... But, like, when when I see your wife, like, outwardly express anything, it's like, okay, this is, this is genuine. This is oh, yeah. real. Oh, yeah. Like, my soon-to-be wife... She expresses everything all the time, and all the time. so like I know how she's feeling. She, she never turns that dial off of eleven. <laughs> it's 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 great. Yeah, because I, I I I never have to question anything. Oh yeah, because you always know where she stands. Mm-hmm. Yep. But anyway, so part of the reason I enjoyed this film so much, especially the Venom character, I really like the sequence of events that they took to unify Eddie and the symbiote mm-hmm. because. Up until, you know, almost the very end of the movie, Eddie was still apprehensive about having Venom in his body. Yeah. He was apprehensive about being a host because there's a scene where uh, his ex-fiance himself, Venom, and her current, like, love interest. Also, he is a fiance. Okay. I I, I couldn't remember if they were married or, or they were engaged or not. But so fiance number two. Um, are concerned about Eddie's health, be- and they're aware of the symbiote. Mm-hmm. Uh, concerned about his health because in this film, whenever the symbiote is not fed with, you know, dead things, like actually he he preferred live things. Right, but there was, like, that, there was that whole freakout scene and like where he ate lobster and shit. Yeah, uncooked things. Yes, is how I'm gonna phrase it. Raw, raw, raw. wriggling. It's a Lord of the Rings throwback there. But, um, so the, the symbiote, when not fed properly, uh, when not provided the correct nutrients, will actually consume the host. So it starts attacking their vital organs and consuming their vital organs. So, in theory, and it's kind of, you know, uh, fleshed out. Say what I did there? Yeah. It's kind of fleshed out in the film. You know, Venom is consuming, like, Eddie's liver. Like, 
from the start. Like, mm-hmm. I need fed. Here's this liver. You're not really using it. I'm going to fucking nom nom this thing. And w- when they do the MRI, number one, like, the frequency that the MRI machine emits is fucking toxic to symbiotes. Yes. Um, we see that very early on in the film. We see that throughout uh, the the culture that is Venom, like the symbiotes, like uh, high frequencies, just loud noises in general. And, and fire. And fire are what, like, uh, I'm, I'm just going to stick with the loud noises because that, that's how Black Suit Spider-Man gets the symbiote off of him. Right. Church bells. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, during that, that sequence of events, you know, they basically lock Eddie inside of a room with the MRI machine and his love interest fucking kicks it on. Yeah. Cause she knows, she knows it'll get him out. She knows that it'll fucking kick, kick venom out of Eddie's body. And then they lock him in a little glass box a little glass case of emotion honestly and eddie eddie is like adamant like you know what motherfucker fool me once you tried to get me you were fucking eating my insides you're done i am done and leaves yeah so and then they still reconnect and when they reconnect eddie is 100 percent on venom's team venom is 100 percent on eddie's team yeah. In this film, Venom turns his back on his species. Yeah. To be the only one on Earth. He wants to be the only one on Earth. It's not it's not even that he really wants to be the only one on Earth. He just wants to be on Earth. He enjoys Earth. Yes. He's like, yeah, this place isn't so bad. Well, and I really liked the direction that they took in this film. The theme is being something while still being a loser. Yeah. Eddie was at the top of his game and then ended up being a fucking loser. Venom was a loser. Venom says it himself. I'm like you on my in my world, I'm kind of a loser. See, that while you you seem to be enjoying that, I did not like that. Oh, I fucking dug it. To me, I mean, it it works. It works for this this universe this film. Uh but to me Venom is he is the symbiote. Well, here's the thing. Here's why I enjoyed it so much. Venom is Mac Daddy. Yes. He's the one that all the other fucking offshoot symbiotes come from. Yeah. They all gotta all hail the king. Yeah. Okay. But he's that's not him in this. Listen, but as of right now, he's the only symbiote. So now, as he's doing all of his anti-hero stuff up until the next film, he is the king. Him and Eddie together are going to get that that mindset that they are untouchable. They are, we are Venom. And then, from then on out, that's when you have the Venom character that we all know and love. This was Origin Story 101. The character that we expect is not what we get. And at first... At first, when when that sequence of events kind of started to transpire, I was a little bit pissed because I thought the same thing you did. This motherfucker is not Venom. Yeah, Venom's not a fucking loser. Venom is large and in charge. Exactly. But but then I I thought about it and I was like, wait a minute. It makes sense for this. This is setting it up for him to be the big man. Yeah. So, 
I really dug it. I mean, it, when you put it like that, it make it definitely makes sense. That's the way uh, that I justify it. Now, you know, I get that, that. That very well cannot be the direction that they wanted to take with it, but that's the way that it makes sense in my head. Um, and furthermore, um, what was I going to say? I can't remember what I was going to say, so I'll just I'll just go on to my next sequence of questions. Um, re- this is couple easy ones and then we'll really get into the nitty-gritty how did you feel about the location how did you feel with it being set in san francisco i i didn't have one first of all first and foremost i didn't have a problem with it to begin with second because, of all because we don't need spider-man right no, we don't thank you we don't second of all they went ahead and explained they, it yes. offhandedly. They they're explain like, why he's like, in San Francisco. They're like, yeah, fucking, you got fired from the Daily Bugle in New York, and now you're trying to make a name for yourself here. <laughs> okay, that's all you need. So That's all you fucking need. couple things. We don't hear why he was fired. No. You just hear a little bit of kind of banter. Yeah, that's all it is, and you know, that's, that's all it needs to be. You don't hear when, like, what the time frame is no. on when he was fired. So they have already set themselves up for the Peter Parker Parker entrance. Mm-hmm. The way that it makes sense in my head, they're they're setting it up without needing it. Yes, but they have set it up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because they still own the rights to Spider Man. Marvel does not own the rights to Spider Man. No, it's a, it's a it's a cooperation. It's a cooperation. So, if Sony deemed it necessary. Let's say for Venom 3. Let's say they make it a trilogy. They could do their own Spider-Man. They and you know th- what? They could throw as, in Tom Holland. As much as I love Tom Holland, it might be a better Spider-Man than Tom Holland. What if they do Miles Morales? Ooh. See? Ooh, Miles, See? M- Miles Morales Venom? Black suit My- Miles Morales? Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. This is... Okay, I am so optimistic about this character... This group of characters, this this cinematic universe that they've created, because now they've done, they have opened fucking Pandora's box. Yes. They can do whatever they want. In the next film, they could have Venom v. Carnage, but they could also throw little fucking baddies in there too. Mm-hmm. You know, we could see, let's say we want to see a good version of the Shocker, or... Maybe the Rhino. Craven. Or Craven. You know, Craven the Hunter's uh, one that gets thrown out ar- around a lot, especially the last six months. I think that would fit very well. Uh, who was that dude that was like super watery? <laughs> Water man. I don't know. I don't remember I, that, what you're that talking was, about. That's like one specific uh, series of episodes in the Spider Man animated series back in the 90s, where it was just this guy, he, he could turn himself into water. And he, he, he was like anti-Sandman. Yeah. He was like just the mirror image of Sandman, but except water. with water. Yeah, I remember what you're and talking about. I remember about. Spider-Man had, a, had to come up with like a, a web compound that like, you know, basically froze. Like it just made him super it, viscous. It, 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 it froze him. Froze man. It's like concrete. He He's concreted a froze him. man. He concreted him. Anyway, so <laughs> there there is a lot of, of, of different avenues that they could travel down mm-hmm. for movie two. Obviously, Carnage is... Your number one film. Oh, yeah. He's. He... Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Post credits, he goes to a prison, and you started hearing me geeking out. Oh, yeah. I was literally. Going, oh. 
But we were also simultaneously disappointed because it was not uh, fucking uh, Walter Scoggins or whatever Walton, the fuck is. Walton got Walter or Walton Goggins. Yes, that. Uh, we which we knew it wasn't right, gonna be. but at the same time, still disappointed nonetheless. Yeah, I so was, we see Woody Harrelson before you even see his face, you just see his hair. Yeah, and I, I, I'm pretty pissed about the wig. I hate the wig because it just doesn't fit Woody Harrelson. Second of all, I legitimately thought, legitimately thought it was Carrot Top. <laughs> I was like, oh man, is that gonna be fucking. <laughs> That was that fucking carrot top? That a, so that's fucking carrot top. As 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 comedic <laughs> as that scene was, and I, I'll get into this more here in a minute. I am enthusiastic about Woody Harrelson's oh, yeah. Carnage. Woody Harrelson is is one of those guys that's top tier for me. So though he doesn't fit the character profile in my mind, I'm also not the director slash producer of a movie. Mm-hmm. Let's see what Woody Harrelson can really do. Maybe he gets really involved in a character like Jared Le- or not Jared Leto, like Heath Ledger did yeah. with the Joker. Let's see what happens. So, but furthermore, you know, I sorry to interrupt. No, but you're all right. Like, we might as well talk about that one while we're on it. I get it. Like, you have to be like. I, I didn't like uh, one. I don't know the Cletus Cassidy character very well. I know he's psychotic. That's all I know. Just anarchy. Just think anarchy. Anarchy, psychotic. He's killing motherfuckers left and right for I no reason it. other than fun. I get it, but I don't. I don't know that character very well, so I can't speak on behalf of my knowledge of that character. However, uh, the the what we got right there was super over the top, like just in the uh, just in one or two lines, and. But I get it because a post credit scene like that is just nothing but – it is literally nothing but hype. Right. So they have to be over the top. They have to really drive it home. So it, I, I kind of I, – I was like, man, that was really cheesy. But I was like, it has to be cheesy. It has to be cheesy. It has to be hype. Yeah. And I hated his hair. <laughs> but but <laughs> it made you uh, excited for the next film. Yeah, which supposedly there's going to be three. Which Let, gets me hard. I'll tell you get, that right let's now. Let's get Tom Holland in on this shit. Well, no, 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 no. Let's, let's forget about Tom Holland. I want Tom Holland. No, no, no. Listen. I also want Miles Morales. We were just talking about Miles Morales. So let's go down this rabbit hole a little bit. I don't want to make this a seven hour, seven hour long episode by any means. But who's to say that we don't get some alternate variations of Spider-Man? Let's say the next film the next film after that all take place in san francisco mm-hmm. we don't ever get to new york we don't need new york no, we, don't. we don't need tom holland we don't need the avengers we don't need none of that shit let's have a fully uh inclusive story with fucking miles morales make him i don't I, <laughs> I personally am not a big fan of early teen Miles Morales. I want late teen adult age Miles Morales. So we've... They made this movie PG-13 to see how fans would receive it. Mm-hmm. To see if it would be acceptable to fit in with a Spider-Man movie. Who would you cast as Miles Morales? Um, it would have to be a young guy. Give me a minute, and I can tell you, I if, don't remember his name. If this were like maybe fifteen years ago, 
I would get the uh, the kid from Holes, just without the fro. Oh, the fucking uh, Zamboni kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would totally get that kid, yeah, just without the fro. Like, you know, shorten his hair down, you know? Uh, and I think he would be great. But, but anyway, today, these so, days, I don't know. So let's say... Uh, Maybe that guy that plays uh, Kid Flash... Yeah, that, that doesn't. In in uh, the Flash series. Yeah, I, I don't watch the Flash, so. Um, I don't think Diego Luna would be a bad choice. Um, he can still play a pretty young guy. He's not black. It, it doesn't have to be black. I want him to be black. I want him to be black. Okay, fuck it. Michael B. Jordan. Fuck no. He's been too many goddamn things. Right. Um, <laughs> he's, he's too many people's pick. <laughs> Miles Morales does not have to be black. No, I want him to be black. His his name is Hispanic. I know, but I want him to be black. So anyway, um, <laughs> oh, here you go. Fucking Donald Glover. Nah. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I could see it. Fuck no. I could see Okay, maybe 10 years ago, I could see it. Hell no. I could see it. I'd, um, I'd actually like that. I would. Not. I feel like he would. He would pull it off. You know, he would pull it off. No, I'm not. As, I'm not on the fucking Donald Glover hype train like all you other fucking normies are. Um. So anyway, bef- before before I find this, um, <clears throat> give us a Miles Morales Spider Man. Then then Sony isn't stepping on Disney's dick. They can still do whatever they want. Disney can't be involved. Um. Keep giving us some of that sweet, sweet Tom Hardy black symbiote dick. Um, and just fucking see where it goes out. See where it plays out. You know, obviously we know Woody Harrelson's going to be the, the the villain for number two. You know that that Eddie's uh, ex-fiance is going to be involved in the franchise going forward. You know that that is yeah. going to... That's going to that's gonna be your comedic relief right there. Um, slash dramatic love interest yada yada it doesn't matter um what i'm you know we talked about a friday night but one of the things that i was most excited about seeing or one of the things that i i received uh the most positive venom's kind of power set because he said he was a loser Mm -hmm. he didn't really do a whole lot of like really cool shit like riot did yeah. Um, but you know he did a couple cool shields and he did some tentacle swings. Yeah, and which we 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 discussed this. Like Riot was like more solid based weapons. Yeah. Whereas Venom was more like liquid and fluid. Mm-hmm. Which I dug. Yeah. But the, but the reason I brought this up, uh, first of all, how did you feel about the main villain of the movie, the Life Foundation's head? Uh, I I felt like they could have done more with him. Uh, when, when he, became... how did you feel about just the overall performance? It wasn't bad. I felt like they were trying to portray Elon Musk, uh, honestly. Well, that, I mean that if that, Elon Musk was, that's like your fucking... atypical playboy, hyper intelligent. I came into a lot of money. I didn't and I'm really, using it. and now I'm going to, I, now I'm going to use it to put my thumb on everyone. I'm, I'm not, not, not necessarily in a, I want to make more money type of way, but I'm, putting my thumb on everybody he wants to be in control i want to be in control but i also want a better humanity thank you <laughs> which i genuinely think elon musk does 
you don't know. He's a lizard man wearing a meat suit. Yeah, you, I anyway, don't know, but I so think he does. The, the, the reason I ask that and bring that up... Um, I think he needs to get high more often. Oh, yeah. I, I, still, haven't, <laughs> I still haven't watched that episode. Dude, it's just it's really I good. I haven't had time, and he's South African. He's hard to understand. It's really good. Um, he's South African? I didn't know that. Yeah, he's from South Africa. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. That's why he has the accent that he well, does. Well, I was thinking it was European, some kind of European. It's, which is South African. But anyway, apartheid, man. Look it up. <clears throat> it's not as bad as everyone says it is. But uh, that was a joke, folks. Don't fucking lynch me for that. Ah, uh, that was a double joke. Oh, shoot. Uh, anyway, um, I thought that he did a very, very good job. Because throughout the film, just subconsciously, I was thinking, man, I fucking hate this guy. I fucking hate this guy. Yeah, I was seeing, like, I was seeing the snake oil in all of his words. But Everything he said. But, like, a lot of times, um, especially with that type of a character... You know, I read through the lines immediately, and I'm like, yeah. eh, this is just another uh, paltry attempt at an up-and-coming actor trying to play the villain, you know? But I thought this guy did a very good job, and, you know, I, I obviously don't... I'm not doing him justice right now, because I can't remember his name, um, but I, I thought he did a... Re- I judge... A lot of actors, by their ability to either make me love them or hate them, Mm -hmm. and the great actors have the ability to make me love them and hate them in the same movie. Matt Damon in Interstellar. Oh, yeah. Matt Damon in Interstellar, at the beginning of that film, I was like, yeah, you know, he's, he's fighting for humanity. And then at the end of the film, it's like, you are scum. Well, it's not Below even the, it's, scum. It's not even the end or beginning. It's literally just when they get to his planet that he's on. Well, that's towards the end of the movie. Yeah, but you barely know about him until you don't even know it's Matt Damon until. Yeah, you do. They show a picture of him. Do they? Yes. I don't recall that. They show a picture. They show a picture of them all. I don't recall before that. they leave Earth. Anyway, I don't, I don't recall that. So Matt Damon was one of the first uh, actors to ever. Just absolutely, like, almost make me hate him as a person. Like, his performance was that good. Tom Cruise in the movie Edge of Tomorrow is the same thing for me. The begin- really? The beginning of that, have you seen it? No, I haven't. Okay, I, I've been telling you for like six months, you yeah, need to watch I it. I haven't had the opportunity. Um, Fucking go down to the Dollar General and Redbox it! I'm pretty sure I have it downloaded. Anyway, so <laughs> the first 15 minutes of that movie, he is... Fucking shit. He is scum. And then by the end of the movie, you love his character mm-hmm. because he's had all that growth. And I thought the guy that played uh, Riot's host, uh, you know, the, the head of the Life Foundation, he, he fucking did a good enough job to make me not like him as a human being, let alone as a character. So I really dug that. I also really dug Riot. Because Riot is, especially, you know, in the Spider-Verse, is like an offshoot, you know, like, oh, look, I'm a symbiote too. You know, I'm a clone of Venom. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I really like that they that they made him so visceral. 
Uh, yeah. Because, because from the start of the film, he jumps from host to host to host. And there's that really powerful scene in the airport when he takes over a little girl. Yeah. So every time Riot leaves a host, they die. Every time. Because while he's in that host, he is sucking every bit of life they have out of him. Because he doesn't want to be a part of that host. He's just trying to get to the next He's just trying to get to that rocket ship because his mission is to bring fucking all the other symbiotes to Earth and fucking wipe out, you know, civilization. Wipe out all life. That's what I gathered from it, you know, because they don't discuss it. See, I don't think that I don't think the comet's on its way to Earth. No, no, no. I think it was just, you know, they just found the comet. It just happened to be a passerby because Venom in the movie says, you know, we we fucking eradicate worlds or or however they worded it, but every time they get close to a planet, they fucking annihilate it. Um, so <clears throat> so I, I I really dug his performance. I really dig. Uh, I really dug uh, Riot as the. <laughs> kind of main antagonist can i have another drink please it doesn't have to be a beer yeah i'll take that i don't know i got the hiccups and i don't want to die uh i however i dug riot's design very true to the comics from what i could see uh he's very large you know um Venom-esque as most symbiotes Well, he, he's supposed to be a clone of Venom. Yeah. And they're supposed to take on some of the attributes of their host. So, Riot was a little bit uh, off the rails as far as he should have mimicked his host's mm-hmm. physical form a little bit more. But at the same time, again, I like that they made... Uh, Riot, the alpha male type character, because it fit very well with the story. Mm-hmm. You've got Riot, this ultra, you know, masculine, ultra powerful uh, personality, on top of this super egotistical, holier than thou, I'm the only one that can save humanity. You mash those two together and you know that Riot is going to have so much sway over the oh, leader yeah. of the Life Foundation. His words are no longer his own. Riot has Riot is him. Oh, for sure. Riot has 100% taken over his mind. Because at no point did I ever think there was symbiosis, as no, I said. No, absolutely not. I think it was, it was, it was all, all control. It was all Riot. Um, so <clears throat> that just made me like the character that much more because... It was such the, it was such an anti-venom. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah. I even threw you the wink. Um, it, it 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 was it was the mirror image of venom in this film, which a lot of fans of venom are like, man, he was a bitch. You know, he was he no. was fucking scared of stuff, and you know, venom venom's not afraid of anything. And I was, get over it. I liked it. Yeah. I can't say it enough. I liked it. I liked. I liked that towards the end of the film, um, so, you know, this is spoiler-free, or this is not spoiler-free, so I can say whatever I want. There's a, there's a sequence, there's a, there's a sequence of scenes, lots of S's, lots of S's. Um, there's a sequence where, um, Venom and Riot are fighting, you know, Venom's, for the lack of a better descriptor, getting the fuck beat out of him. Yeah. And then 
Eddie takes it upon himself to Spartan kick uh, the leader of the Life Foundation. I'm just going to keep calling him that because I can't remember his name. Yeah, I can't either. Um, kick, Spartan kick him off of the edge of a platform. And Eddie is like, yeah, we saved the day. We did it. And then he gets fucking stabbed in the in the torso with one of the, the riot arms. And at that moment, you're like, fuck. <laughs> Venom's gone. I mean, they did a really good... I mean, the cinematography in this movie was very, very good. Yeah. You know, I complained a little bit Friday night about... Uh, the blurriness. Kind of, kind of the blur. You know, during some of the fight scenes, they were very, very fast. Um, but I've rewatched a lot of the scenes... Uh, that I complained about, and it's not so. It's I think I was just so wrapped up in the moment that I wanted everything to be in slow mo. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm I'm such I, you know I'm such a fanboy of the character that I everything had to be about me. Mm-hmm. You know, you were just taking it all in. I was trying to take it all in. So it not <clears throat> I don't have as many complaints about the cinematography, especially those scenes as I did uh, Friday night. I think they it's definitely better than Black Panther. Yeah. I'm sure we both oh, can agree on that. Definitely. Um, and if if anyone thinks the cinematography of Black Panther is fantastic, you can fight me. Uh, educate yourself a little bit better because it, it it was pretty shoddy for a lot of it. Um, looks like they shot it in a Dollar General <laughs> back room in a Dollar General. <laughs> See what I did there? <clears throat> but uh, God, I sound like Tara Reid. My voice is so raspy. You've been talking a lot, man. Well, I already had a sore throat, but um, <laughs> this is why you have me, so I can talk a lot. Yes. And this is why I'm here, because I like to talk a lot. And you're my friend. But uh, Hear that, folks? I'm his friend. <laughs> he's my friend. <laughs> but uh, I'm his best man, damn it. Anyway, um, so I don't – a lot of the complaints that I had about the film, you know, the wig, the 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 shoddy cinematography, which really isn't as bad as I initially – uh, kind of played it out to be. I have almost no complaints about this film at this point. Um, but Eddie gets fucking stabbed in the torso. And, oh no, Venom's defeated. Eddie's Eddie's going to die. And he legitimately dies. Yeah. You know, he's gone. And then you see that little that little black blob kind of just, you know, slither across the, the little platform. And <clears throat> there's, there's, you and I have talked about it a lot. There is moments in music, there's moments in movies and television chills when a scene or a sequence of scenes here's the S's again is is powerful enough or are powerful enough to give you chills and connect with you on an emotional level. Um Eddie was an emotion Eddie was emotionally distressed mm-hmm. when Venom was taken from him that at that moment. You know, he he went to get Venom back. And then he died. And then Venom came back and brought him it, Venom came and brought him back to life. Yeah. So you know, I said Friday night that there's certain points in the movie in the film when we see Venom influencing Eddie either positively or negatively, but he is he is holding that influence over Eddie. But at <clears throat> going forward from that scene when Venom brings Eddie back, that is the moment at which they truly 
at which symbiosis, I think, the way that it makes sense in my head, is truly attained. Because early on in the film, Venom says, uh, I don't want to leave you. Why would I throw away? Or Eddie says, I don't want to die. And Venom says, I won't let you die. You're too good of a match. Yeah. You're, so, you're a perfect host. You're a perfect host. So there is a lot of shit going on between Eddie and Venom at a biological level that is just <clears throat> perfect. You know, all the apples are lining up with all the apples. And then Venom starts subtly influencing Venom. a little. Er, Venom starts subtly influencing Eddie a little bit at a time. But we're at a part in the film towards the end where... In my mind, Venom is not influencing Eddie's actions. Eddie and Venom are working as one. Yes. That's when they truly start to work as one. And it, it, it just compounds because Riot is escaping Earth in the rocket ship. He is headed to that fucking comet to get all the other symbi- as many symbiotes as he can fit in that motherfucker and bring back, you know. Um, and... Eddie slash Venom are willing to sacrifice themselves, you know, to protect Earth. And in the final moments of what I would say the the whole film, you see Eddie and Venom fall in free fall, you know, from the explosion of the spaceship. And they they foreshadow at the beginning of the film that uh, certain frequencies of sound and fire are deadly to symbiotes. Well, you've got a lot of fucking jet fuel in a rocket ship. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got rocket fuel. Yeah. That's a big explosion. And right before the explosion hits Eddie, you know, Venom says goodbye. Yeah, he does. He he has come to terms with the fact that he says early on in the film that he loves Earth. He loves being there. Well, he just sacrificed himself to keep Earth the way it is. So that that whole second half of that sequence... My hair was standing up on my arms. It was chills, the whole thing, because it was very well written. Yeah. You know, it was really powerful storytelling. So at the end of the film, you see Eddie talking to his former love interest slash current love interest. There's a little bit of a love triangle going on. Um, and the first half of that scene, you don't think that Venom is there. You know, Eddie looks in good health. You know, he's not doing the, like, jittery, jittery drug addict stuff like he did the first the first half of, uh, you know, symbiosis, I'm going to yeah. say, because I'm running out of words here. But, uh, and then right at the end of that scene, you hear Venom start talking to him. Yeah. And it, it, was, it just fit so well. Now, I would imagine, in the way that I would do it, um, you know... He free falls over open water underneath an explosion. So some fragment of Venom has to survive and then hit that water and then swim up to him or or find him later on, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But the way that I would do it from a storytelling perspective in the next film, I would flesh that out a little bit. Do like a flashback, a dream sequence or something to open up the film. Eddie in free fall hitting the water, you know, maybe going unconscious. Because, you know, you're falling from a couple hundred feet in the air. Um, once you get, I think it's a hundred plus feet in the air. Might be, it might actually be less than that. But once you get above a hundred uh, plus 
feet in the air when you hit water, whether it's still water or moving water, it doesn't matter. Water is considered concrete. It's 80 feet. 80 feet, okay. Roughly 80 feet. Okay, so once you get above 80 feet, if you free fall into water, it doesn't matter if you are in a fucking needle position, diving into it, or laying flat. It doesn't matter. You're basically hitting concrete at that velocity. You know, you're... 100 feet in the air, if you're falling really fast, you know, you have to approach 32 feet per second at some point because you're only going to fall so fra- so fast. That's terminal velocity. That's 32 feet per second. So many words. Um, you're fucking hitting concrete at yeah. that point. So our body, when it hits the water, is going to fucking break. That's why people die when they jump off the Golden Gate Bridge. Yes. Very rarely do people survive. Because that's a long fucking way down, and that's concrete below you. So I could see doing a dream sequence or a flashback starting the next film. Venom, a fragment of Venom hitting the fucking water, finding Eddie fucking basically on death's door. Not this time, pal. I got you. Old dad hasn't left. But what if that, when it hits the water, it has almost same reaction as our bodies, like just splits it? Yep. And that's you and, picked it up, you and that, and that it little up. split has been like you know symbiosising off of that word, uh, off of like symbiosis, symbiosising off of fucking little sea critters, and then Mister Cletus Cassidy escapes. Well, he gets he, into that water, and the the symbiote's like, "Hey, <laughs> he he, I think that would be an easy way to do it. That's what I was gonna say next." Um, you know, if you've got something at the genetic level fracturing, um, it's going to be able to jump onto plankton and phytoplankton mm-hmm. and then fish and crustaceans and whatever. You know, they're not far away from that island. Rikers or what did they, what did they, what did they call I the can't island? I remember. It's basically Alcatraz. It's basically Alcatraz. Um, you know, they're in they're in the San Francisco Bay, so you're you're really not that far. Um, he wouldn't even have to escape. Say a symbi or a fragment of venom takes over a crab and it fucking walks up on the beach and then there's a guard on the beach and then it goes to the guard and then the guard walks inside the prison because there's a bunch of hosts inside the prison. Once they get into your body, they know everything in your mind. Well, there's a bunch of prisoners in here. Oh, there's a really violent guy in here. Let's fucking go to this guy and then that's how he escapes. Yeah, that's how I would do it. It would be. It would just be. And normally I would say, well, that's a cop-out. That's a really dumb way to do it. But that's the way that it makes the most sense in my head. It does. Um, you know, to introduce symbiotic material to Cletus Cassidy and make carnage. Um, I, I think no matter what, regardless of what way they do it, they're not going to do it wrong. Mm-hmm. I would just start it with with that flashback or slash dream sequence. Um, because, you know, in the Venom mythos... Venom, Carnage is technically a child of Venom. Yes. Venom always has a link to Carnage on a cognitive level. He, he sh, in some of the material, he always knows where Carnage is at. He, he can read Carnage's thoughts and so on and so forth. Um, I would really drive that home. That it's almost a, a fracture, a split in between Venom's mind, because a little bit of what Venom should be is inside of Carnage. Mm-hmm. 
and then that's that's where a lot of the the friction between Carnage and Venom comes from. And then obviously, you know, you're going to do stuff with the love interest. You know, Venom uh, inhabited her for a short period of time, yeah. which was another one of the, the criticisms of the film. Get over yourselves. Yeah, for that was sure. that was literally like a 45 second scene. It, it it wasn't bad. No, it wasn't. You know, I, it wasn't over. It wasn't. And I like seeing Ven- Venom as a hot as as a hot lady. It wasn't cheesy. It wasn't overly done. It was just there. Yeah, I mean, and, it, and it, it was a clever way to transfer the symbiote from person to person. Yeah, and get him back to Eddie. And it continues that emotional drama, that love interest, because mm-hmm. she is willing to to welcome an alien into her body, so Eddie doesn't die. Because yeah. in other words, Eddie is going to die. Yeah. So. I dug that. Um, I don't know that I have anything else to say about Venom. You know, I I don't either. Uh, until until I had the carnage click in my head with what you were going with for the next movie, I was like, yeah, I don't I don't see that type of opening working with this cinematographically speaking. I don't see that working with this movie this movie series mm-hmm. unless it was a different director and that's just their style or whatever but uh i think it works for what you're for going into cletus cassidy well because the, the way that it makes sense in my head venom 2 whatever they regardless of what they call it is also going to be another origin story i don't in my mind it does not make sense to introduce venom or not i'm sorry it does not make sense to introduce carnage in movie 2 and then defeat Carnage in movie two. No. Two should be a stop-off point between one and three. And ultimately in three, whether you include Spider-Man or any of the other major characters from the Spider-Verse, it's irrelevant. Carnage should not be defeated in two. There should be a lot of origin and build-up. The movie should focus on Carnage a lot in the, in the, in the second film. You, much like... Uh, they focused on Thanos and Infinity War. You could almost make uh, the 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 Carnage movie. Word's gonna go ahead and call it call, the Carnage movie a horror movie. Yes, you could make you could easily make it like a fucking uh, a thr- uh, a horror thriller. Yeah, I I I think I Where think he's just playing games with people and just right. murdering them. And that that's what he does. Yeah, you know he murders entire families. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there, there's a lot of different avenues that they could travel down. I really hope that, you know, since it set the record uh, for October and there's legitimate uh, positive fan reception from people like us, true true fans of the character and so on and so forth, I hope that, that we continue this franchise mm-hmm. um, because I, I'm obviously a long time you know, lifetime worth of fan of Spider-Man. Man, I can't. I'm forming some terrible sentences today. <laughs> I am a lifelong fan of Spider-Man. Yeah. And I always will be. He's one of the most well-done uh, superheroes in all of nerddom. Um, but I I really like it when, when Spidey's villains get focused on and I like the direction that they took Venom in this film because he's not always a Venom. Sp- or he's not always a villain. Yeah. Spider-Man and Venom work together through a lot of the material, you know, out there in the fucking floating around in the Spider-Verse. Um, I think it's going to take both of them to take down Carnage. 
I, I think that that makes the most sense to me. Uh, there's other characters that I might introduce into um, into this. Uh, how do I want to, to word it? Uh, this universe. I'll just say that because that's the easy way. Mm-hmm. The um, Venomverse. The Venomverse. Uh, <clears throat> Johnny Storm and Spider-Man are, you know, besties for the resties. Um, this might be a good time to introduce if you're going to bring in Spider-Man. Maybe he has some help. Maybe you have a cameo from somebody like Johnny Storm, uh, you know, the the Human Torch. And then even if it was just a cameo, then that that gives Disney even more incentive to say, look, hey, you know, we have this cooperation. We'll give you a little bit of leeway. You introduce this character, and it it sets up our origin story for the Fantastic Four. And how him and Spider-Man might, you know, be on the same plane farther down the line. Because the Avengers as we know them right now are, their days are numbered. Yes. You know, especially people, I'm going to say first-gen Avengers. Their their contracts are all up. They want to be yeah, done. Chris Evans. They want to be done with their characters. Um, you know, Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans. You know, so on and so forth. They are ready to move on to something else. Uh, now, if the studio offered him a shit ton more money, I'm sure they would stick around for as many movies as they needed him to. But I think it's time. Yeah, it is. But this, this, that would be a good way for Sony and Disney to work together and say, "Look, we'll help you introduce this character. You know, quick cameo, something real small, and then that just helps you promote the Fantastic Four a little bit yeah. more. Um, you could also introduce a character like the Punisher." Because Punisher, the Ven- or Punisher, Venom, and Spider-Man have all had run-ins together oh, yeah. at some point. Oh, yeah, um, which we already have a fantastic Punisher. Yes. Um, I really hope that if we ever get Silver Screen Punisher again, that it is, it is John Bernthal. Because um, I was a big fan of uh, Tom Jane. I was, too. Uh, as Punisher, I thought he did a really good job. That movie was not very good, but it could have been a lot better. Uh, I enjoyed it. If that movie came out now, it would be a lot better. Yeah. Not. I'm not saying the identical I en- movie. I enjoyed that movie. No, quite no, no. A lot. I really enjoyed yeah. it too. Unlike but if Warzone. that movie, if that movie came out in 2018 versus when it came out, it would be a lot better of a film. You know, if Warzone came out in 2018, yes, it would still be a shit movie. Yes, because I haven't seen Warzone. <laughs> I haven't I, re- I just refused. I, it, I did you know, there's it. a third one. What? Yeah, there's a third one. What? And I hear it's even worse than Warzone. Oh my but anyway. God. So, uh, that's all. That's about all I have to say okay. about Venom. We've got one more thing to talk about. It uh, won't take very long. L- let's save that for next week. That's fine. Let's save that for next week. I do have one thing to talk about. Okay. Uh, Cameron. He has... Real quick, before we move on to Cameron. Yeah. Do your closing thoughts on Venom. Oh, my closing thoughts on Venom? Because I just expositioned for like 40 oh, dude. minutes. I love the movie. I loved what it was. I love where it can go. I, I Thank look you for forward to where it can go. Uh, I, I stand by what I said on Friday slash Monday on Journey into Comics. Eight out of ten. I also agree. Eight, eight is a solid number. No more, no less. I hope uh, it is exactly what it needed to be for me. I hope Cletus gets a haircut. I'm still red, but well, if he's a fucking symbiote, we won't need to see a whole lot. I hope, I hope he still has red hair, but. He gets like a buzz cut. Uh, 
that's, that's as far as it goes. I love this movie. You, you've pretty much said all that I, I, although I did think the whole villain sequences were kind of dry. There could have been more villain. Yeah, they, they were definitely dry. Once it, once it became a life foundation leader and riot combined, I could have used more of that. I could have used more riot, but that's, that's, that's what we got. That's okay. I enjoyed this movie regardless of what this movie wasn't riot. This was movie was venom. Yes. So there, uh, Cameron, go on. Uh, Cameron has built a wall. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Cameron, our, a wall emotionally or no, physically a physical wall. Okay. Uh, Cameron moved into Nate Vanderwall's house. Oh no. Uh, he's, I offered him, I offered him fucking shelter. At a very low cost. Hundred. He's he's apparently paying only a hundred dollars a month, no utilities. Um, but he also doesn't have to deal with like a family. He doesn't want to be in a family space. He doesn't want to get in your space with your family. I get that. Um, so he moved in with Nate, and <laughs> into his basement. Uh, his bed is in his crawl space. That's where he has chosen to live, and he has made a room. In his basement. He built a wall in his basement to make a room. <laughs> Out of what? Drywall. They made a drywall wall. <laughs> in three hours. <laughs> Keep in mind, there's also someone else living in the basement, which is why he built the wall. He made himself a room. I'm kind of proud of him because he made himself a room. I'm, I'm fucking disappointed. Why? Because I, I have done nothing but fucking try and shelter him emotionally and guide him down the right path mm-hmm. and help him. And at every turn, he just shuns me. Just doesn't listen. I think it's cool. I think it's cool. He, he did something for himself. No, he's living with Nate. So what? That's a bad influence. Nate's not a bad influence. Nate's actually pretty quiet these days outside of work. Like he's he's not the partier he was. Cameron is his sub. Yeah. Just take my word for it. I'm gonna beat his ass the next time I see him with the belt. <laughs> I'm gonna teach him. No, the, I'm, I'm, boy, I'm just kidding. I, I think it's good. I think it's good that. That he got out of the, the toxic living situation that he had. Yeah. I told him, like, the first month that he worked there at Subaru not to get an apartment with his best friend. Oh, yeah. That's a terrible I, idea. I, I told him, I said, it will, has, and always will continue to be a bad decision. It forever will be a bad decision because you will not be friends anymore for yeah. a long time. You know, I've, I've only had one situation work out where, like, being friends with the person worked out. And, you know, uh, that was with my friend Scott. And, you know, like, I mean, sure, we had our, like, we were annoyed with each other and how we lived to get, like, cohabitate together right. phase. But, like, I'm still really good friends with him to the point where he was all, he almost beat you out for, or he was originally my best man. And then you beat him out because you're you. Um, I mean, Nick Torres and I, we lived together. I hated him while we fucking lived together, but we're cool now. We right. just don't talk, but mostly because we're on different shifts. Um, most other uh, friendships have gone to complete shit because I lived with them. 
Yeah, I mean, people people are meant to be friends and not not fucking mm-hmm. step on each other's dicks every day. The only the only one hundred percent roommates I've had where I've like absolutely loved living with them and you know no no issues whatsoever are girlfriends, and I've only lived with three or four girlfriends at this point. Uh, Full time lived with a girlfriend twice, like straight up like so that was. My ex Kylie and current Miranda. And I don't, and I think that's because I don't consider girlfriends or significant others um, roommates because you're working together in the same space. You would hope anyway. Yeah. You're not cohabitating, you're, you're working together mm. to an extent. I mean, yeah. it's still cohabitating, but just on a different level. So, like, I, I don't consider that a roommate. Well, there's cordis involved. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, on top of that, I mean, you're you're in the same you're in the same living space. You're in the same bed. You know, you 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 are more likely to be on the same mind track than you and another person that you're not having coitus with. Hopefully, right. <laughs> <laughs> or hopefully, depending on your perspective. Yeah, right. But yeah, Cameron built a wall. <laughs> did you get Did you get my snap today? Yes. Uh, Cameron really wanted you to see that. I saw it. What did you think? I mean, <laughs> the same thing I always think whenever whenever anything Cameron fucking waltzes into my life. Like, ah, oh, I was him once. <laughs> Not so dumb, but I was him once. <laughs> it was definitely interesting. He's like, hey, hey, Blaine, you need to send this to send this to Tyler. Or no, he said, check this out real quick. Just check this out. It's my little jihad broom. <laughs> And that's all, that's all the description you're going to get of what happened. But, uh, and then he's like, oh, take a picture. Oh no, take a video and send it to Tyler. <laughs> he does the dumbest shit, but I love him for it. Yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. He's my little trooper. So, uh, I guess that's, that's really all I got to say. Uh, I, I'm out of words. I'm out of words too. I talked a lot. I have to pee and I have to eat. Probably going to eat Taco Bell again. Really? This will be my fourth time in a week. I got back on that Taco Bell train, man. It's good. Well, you do live right across the street. Yeah. So I also tried Diablo sauce for the first time on Sunday. Really? How'd that treat you? Uh, is so mild. I don't even notice, as you probably shouldn't. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a hot spicy guy. I'm not a spicy boy. <laughs> I'm not a spicy boy. Uh, so mild. I didn't even notice. So I moved up to the next level last time I ate there. I after. After last week's episode with Matt, we went to Taco Bell and hung out and talked. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where I decided to start using the Taco Bell sauces. Bow wow, Miles Morales. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. Go on. So that's where I decided to start using it. So one uh, cheesy gordita crunch, I used the mild. The next one, I used the fire. And I, I was, like the hot. Uh, is, the, is the hot between the fire and, and uh, yeah. mild? Okay, maybe I went hot. Maybe I didn't go fire. Uh, so I was like, man, I just want to, I want to try the Diablo. So Sunday in my, in the midst of my, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey playthrough, which I'm not even close to being finished. Um, I take a break around (laughs) for my first meal of the day. I take a break around three or 4 PM and (laughs) go to Taco Bell and I get the Diablo sauce. Noticeably hot. Yeah, it's, I was it's, like, "Whoa!" It's spicy. It wasn't unbearable. 
which I, I, I was, I feared. I feared that I was gonna like run upstairs. You find, thought your anus was gonna bleed. I never, I never feared that. <laughs> uh, I, I feared that I would go, I would run upstairs in, a, in a fit of I need fucking milk on my tongue and throat, uh, esophagus, and there would be no milk. And then I would just be running around looking for something to fucking. You, you know, you know the other thing to to to. Um, I wanted I wanted some to enzyme. purge that capsaicin from your tongue, cat asshole. I'm not gonna lick <laughs> either of my cat's assholes. I need you to lick Baxter's asshole. No, I won't do it. <laughs> it's for science. I won't do it. <laughs> but yeah, the Diablo sauce not as unbearable. Um, I don't know if I'll get it again. I might go for fire next time just to see if that's a. A nice uh, intermediary. I'm really pissed that they did away with the Verde sauce, mm. so they could bring the fucking Diablo back. Because I really liked the Verde, mm. the green sauce. I don't think I've, I definitely never had that. It was fucking good. It was <laughs> flavor town. Oh yeah, I mean I've always loved salsa Verde. So right, like in, uh, enchiladas Verde, good shit. Mm-hmm. Good shit. You ready to take this to Flavortown and fucking shut her down? Yeah, let's do it. So, uh, thank you guys for listening. As always, you can check us out on our uh, live every Tuesday on our Facebook page, uh, roughly around 5.30 or 6. We also do extra content now, which we have yet to do, but we're going to do. Hopefully, if you're watching, all two of you that I can see, uh, if you're watching, tomorrow we got Dave Linder coming in, finally, again. Uh, I've been saying this for three weeks now, at least two people outside of this. I'll be at class, so it'll be just Blaine and Dave. And eventually Miranda. She's working till 6, but she's going to join. We're going to start at 6. She's going to join at some point. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Dave Linder and I, we're going to hang out and talk tomorrow. Uh, uh, other than that, you can check us out for now on the Journey into Comics Network. But before you go subscribe to them, if you haven't already... Uh, Subscribe to us on Podbean, please. We need more followers. We need more listeners. Uh, you know, we're venturing out. We've ventured out, and we really need you guys' help. So please subscribe to uh, Podcastrophy Podcast on Podbean. Uh, eventually, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, all that stuff. But go ahead, subscribe to Journey into Comics, and you get a ton of other shows, such as Journey into Comics, Poor News, Poor Entertainment, Interchanging Biweekly. Bruise with Dudes, Adulting Ain't Easy, Gallif Radio, Voice of Survival, Foodies Watching Movies. Did I say that? Kids for Sale. Kids for Sale. Journey into Wrestling. Journey into Wrestling. And us. Us. For now. I mean, we're still there, but we're not going to be there. And possibly future other shows. Uh, Journey into Comics Network also has its own Patreon. For a dollar, you get extra content and early access and stuff and stuff i don't know what three i I, they changed the tiers around i i can't remember what they are but go go to patreon.com slash journey into comics and you'll see all that shit and you know it it supports the network it supports all the podcasts it gets host it pays for hosting it pays for extra shit like stickers and whatnot um which hopefully we're gonna have stuff uh check out our teespring i don't no links we will i'll share the link around on our facebook page how about that eat I'll do that because we got a couple shirts like the Rollo the Destroyer shirt or the Heritage shirt. Both which, great shirts. Which I, I sported the Heritage shirt at 450 North this weekend. I saw you. 
I witnessed you. Oh yeah. I want to witness me t-shirt. Ooh. Uh, maybe check if you're watching. Check us out this weekend. Uh, I will hopefully be live streaming streaming my wedding. So watch me get married. <laughs> so so this is captured in audio, and I don't forget about it because I will forget about it if I don't capture it somewhere. I want a witness me t-shirt with like uh, Bruce Banner transforming into the Hulk where the shirt is ripping and he's like, ah, but with my head on it instead. Get on it, Nate Phillips. And it says witness me at the bottom. Get on it, Nate Phillips. So. I think that's all. If that's all, that's all. That's all. That's all. Please make every day. A big, please just send us, no, we're, we, Tyler and I, the Podcastrophy fam, the Journey into Comics Network fam, we are sending you, the listener, all of our big dick energy. We are Podcastrophy. We are Podcastrophy. Please make every day a big dick day. Bye, guys.